0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Schaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or co-worker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. <clears throat> it's so important for us to recognize what black or white or all or nothing thinking is. It's also called by its technical term, splitting. And I want you to be so clear after this episode that you can see what's happening. You can see if it's happening within you, and you can see when it's happening within the other person, those people that I call hijackles, particularly. And a hijackal, in my trademark term, is a person who hijacks a relationship for their own needs and purposes and then relentlessly scavenges it for power, status, and control. You probably know one. That's why you're here. So, one of the things that they have in their arsenal, and we all do to a degree, is this capacity for seeing things in a different way whenever they feel threatened. And hijackles always feel threatened. And that's an important function to understand because this all or nothing black or white thinking is very, very polarizing obviously by the title. And so it's this or it's that. There is no ability to see all the possibilities between this and that. Something is wonderful or it's terrible. I am loved or I am leaving. I hate or I adore, but nothing in between. They can't get the pieces together. So it's very divisive by the nature of it, but it's divisive in a relationship, which is why I asked the question, is black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, ruining your relationship? And it's a little bit contagious. If you're with somebody who's always threatening to leave, always in that polarized position, you may start thinking in those terms too. And so you may be ordering your behavior in that way. So there's a big caution to see, has it spilled over into your interpretation of what is the way to have a relationship? And and these pieces can go between perfect and evil or always right, or never right, you know, that all or nothing, never and always, black and white, loving, unloving, wanting, rejecting, you know, The circles just don't match. We've got this piece and this piece, but they never come together to see all the gray in there that could be negotiated, that could be discussed. Far too frightening for a hijackal to want to talk about those things because they need to be right. Either I'm right because you're wrong or I'm right because I'm right. I love you or I'm leaving you. There can't be something in between, and if you won't do what they want you to do, if you won't think what they want you to think, if you don't validate them in the way that they want to be validated, this dichotomy can occur. So you're going along having a perfectly lovely conversation or an afternoon or an evening. Everything seems to be fine. You you feel loved and safe. All of a sudden something triggers them, and now everything is on our edge, everything has been jarred, everything has been changed, and now it's you never behave nicely, you never cared about me anyway. I don't know why I was so foolish, and I'm out of here. Have you experienced that? It's confounding. Like what happened? What what changed? The air in here completely changed, and I don't think anything. Really large happened, but it happened in the hijackles emotions. they don't have the capacity to contain these emotions they don 't have the breadth to contain emotions, so they polarize emotions, and it's very difficult for them to manage their emotional response, which is why we call it splitting it's sort of like i I got to go one way or the other because it can't contain all of the possibilities. And when anxiety hits and fight or flight hits, then all bets are off. Everything is going to go wild. Everything is going to go sideways. The hijack all, the splitting, the all or nothing thinking, the black or white thinking, and you because now you're confused and you don't know what to do. And maybe you're trying to make nice or say that you didn't mean it or don't go away or we don't have to do that. And now we're getting even more polarization. And that's what happens when you're with the hijackle. It may happen frequently. It may happen infrequently. Or, you know, it may be small. It may be large. It may be immediate. It may take a while. But see this behavior for what it is. Because once you really see it, you can't unsee it. Like it's either this or that there's nothing in between we're either doing that or we're doing this and there's no negotiation because negotiation means the potential for being wrong so we're not going to risk that if we're a hijackal which i hope you're not <laughs> And probably if you're listening to Save Your Sanity podcast, you are not. That is not what's going on for you. So as we discuss this this today in this episode, I want to give you lots of examples, some true understanding of what is really happening behind the scenes in the emotions and in the mind of people who are creating these dichotomies, this either-or kind of thinking, um, all-or-nothing thinking, and um, to help you recognize so you cannot unsee it, as I said. So splitting is a kind of emotional deregulation. You know, can't hold it together, can't keep it together in the flow, the Regular flow of things cannot happen emotionally. Now we've got deregulation. We've got an upset. We've got things going sideways and south. (laughs) So that's what's happening. And, And it's a defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. It's an extreme way of coping with confusion and anxiety and mixed feelings. You've probably observed, if you're with a hole that they don't do well in anything ambiguous, anything that is uncertain. They want to know. They want to nail it down. And that's part of this process is absolutely coming to that knowing place. You know, like, I'm going to get it right. I'm not going to make any mistakes, and I'm not going to leave any room for error. So it's either my way or the highway. There's nothing in between. And, of course, there's tons in between. But the hijackal cannot handle uncertainty, cannot handle that, that ambiguous nature of not knowing exactly if they're in charge or not. So they make these pronouncements, and they decide they are in charge. And that's important, and it's more prevalent under stress. And what could be more stressful? than to A, be a hijackal, or B, with a hijackal. So we're always going to be under stress, all participants, when one participant is a hijackal. And if this behavior is more likely to come out when under stress, (laughs) and we are living under stress, we are living walking on eggshells, we are living hypervigilantly, then we are going to see this happening more and more. So first of all, you were love-bombed. You were the most wonderful creature in the world. All the time and energy and money could be visited upon you. And you thought that your partner idolized you. It was wonderful. Maybe for a hot minute, but it was wonderful. And they idolized you. So there they were, idolizing you. And then... You didn't do something that they wanted you to do. You didn't respond in the way that they were expecting. You didn't give them what they wanted. Maybe you looked sideways at the wrong moment or whatever it was. And now instead of being idolized, you are all bad. You are devalued. You are discarded. You are discredited. You are dismissed because they cannot hold the fact that I love you and you're not behaving in every way that I want. So therefore, I don't like you at all. Or I hate you, You depending on how extreme the emotions are. And that happens over and over in so many ways. And they can only cope with the loss of their attachment to you um, and that expected attachment to you by sending you away. If I can't have it, then you go. If I can't have it my way, you're wrong. And you lose. Because a hijackle cannot lose. So we're going to have this discarding, devaluing, degrading, dismissing. All of that is going to go on because they can't. They can't tolerate that. If you've ever decided to discard a hijackle, you know how Adamant they become, how righteous they become, how um, discrediting they become of you. Because they can't handle it. They can't handle it. So they try to take control back. So, what do they do when they try to take control back? Well, you've experienced some of these things. Sometimes it's through physical violence, they'll hit you and hurt you. Sometimes it's not allowing you to leave a room or restraining you by holding your arms, or simply standing in the doorway and refusing to get out of the way. Now, a little word about that. If that happens, just sit down. Always have your phone with you. (laughs) But if it happens that you are not allowed to leave a room, just sit down. Do not do not push the envelope. You know how many times I've said, don't poke a hijackle, it's never worth it. Well, there's an example. Because if you just let the air out of you and you just deflate enough to say, I'm just going to sit down and manage my emotions, there is no fight for the hijackle to be in anymore. And they may try and pro prob, pro probe you they may try and provoke you um, you know poke at you in order to get you to say something terrible so then they can accuse you of reactive abuse and I've done a couple of episodes on reactive abuse so go and look at those that's when somebody a hijacker, pushes you So far that they finally get a rise out of you and you say or do something that they've done and said all along. And now they say you are the abusive person. It's all part of the mix here when you're dealing with hijackals. So they may hit you, they may try to restrain you or forbid you to leave the room. They love to make these grand pronouncements of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. And how you're allowed to be and how you're not allowed to be in order to meet their needs or their wants or their desire for control. And they'll do things like take your car keys. You know, I had a client once who who got caught up in the romantic notion, let's get married and let's move far away from our families. Let's start again. Let's have a fresh life. And when they went to the new place, they have this romantic new beginning. Not only was it far away from family and friends, but <clears throat> the hijackle encouraged, persuaded, demanded that they have a place in a remote area. So it's all romantic. We're starting again. We're building our home. We're starting together. Everything is fresh. And the cars are there and life is going on. And then pretty soon, there was the issue of the car. In this case, it was a woman's car. And then the car keys went missing. And so she would be left in this isolated place with no friends and family because she didn't have any car keys. And... That was the isolation, the beginning of the isolation. Sure, she could call AAA and get car keys and all of that. But then the next thing was that that the guy started damaging her car so it wouldn't start. And then it was all her fault because she bought a piece of junk. It's astounding, familiar. This is the way it goes. So first they love-bombed you and they idolized you. Then when you didn't do what they wanted, they devalued you. And things started to go sideways. So they're starting with these behaviors of trying to restrain you and have you isolated, um, maybe hit you. Another one is threatening to take the kids. And so if you leave, I will take the children. Or if you leave, I will call Child Protective Services and I will say that you're an unfit parent. These are all forms of this all or nothing thinking. If I can't have what I want, I will make very good ensure that you don't get what you want. And it can turn into financial abuse. You know that you you one party no longer has access to the funds. One party is expected to be the breadwinner while the other one sits and demands for more money to come in while they do nothing but play video games. Um, These things occur. You know, I've been doing this work for such a long time. And if you ever want to talk to me about what's going on in your relationship, I have a new client one-time offer, $97 to talk with me for an hour at beaclient.com a client.com. I've been doing this so long. I have seen so many permutations. There are always new ones. There are always new ones. Um, But this financial abuse is a big one, and it's very common. So slowly they take over control of all the funds, and you don't have anything. And then you end up going to ask them so that they can deny you access to the funds all ways of getting in touch with this all or nothing, right? One person's going to have it all, the other one's going to have nothing in that situation. Or spiritual abuse, ruining your name, or abusing you by saying, if you were a proponent of these ideas and you were living a wonderful spiritual life according to them, you would be loving me. You would, you know, and then they're using your spiritual beliefs against you. Or alienating the children. I will just constantly call out the other parent. If I'm a hijacker, I will call out the other parent in front of the children, or I will say insidious, nasty things, or your parent doesn't really care about you. You see that? They don't even want to play. And they start alienating the children and drawing the affection of the children to them. At the same time, They are brainwashing the children, and that's a problem. You know, I've said so many times in so many broadcasts, always remember that if you are a parent in a relationship with a hijackal, is that the model you want your children to emulate? Because they're taking it all in. Do you want them to be in an emotionally abusive relationship because they subconsciously learned that that's the way relationships roll? Of course you don't. But you have to think about those things. And I know it can be very difficult to think about. You know, when you are up to your butt in an alligator. So, you know, it's hard to remember to drain the swamp. I remember, I know that. But we do have to be able to think about all these pieces. Because they're essential to making change. And this... Other thing that they like to do, you know, you've seen it probably several times in several ways on social media where it says, "No, there's nobody who will love you faster than a narcissist with no job and nowhere to live. Opportunistic. They'll jump all over it, and then they'll try and take control. I've had clients who have been, you know, thinking that they had, met the most wonderful person and they were going to help them and it was all going to be great. They were just a little down on their luck just now, but their future faking was going strong. And then they start helping with money. They give them a place to live. Then the hijackal just sits and demands, sits and criticizes Sits, brings nothing in, does nothing, but gives abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, spiritual abuse, financial abuse, emotional abuse. And because it starts in such a loving way, we get hooked on hope. You know, I talked about that in a recent episode. If you find yourself hooked on hope that this is going to change and be different, please disabuse yourself of that information. It isn't true. It is not going to get better. You can give your entire self away to trying to make a hijacker happy, and they are dedicated to withholding happiness in any form. They will not, will not allow you to have that satisfaction of ever making them happy oh yeah for a hot minute they'll be pleased and then it'll be oh back into the mess these are important things to recognize you know that's why i have the emerging empowered community so that if you want to be with other people come and talk in the discussion groups attend the three monthly group ask me anything calls with me so many valuable resources, lots of things given to you as a member. Come on over to emergingempower.com or just jump right into the Emerging Empowered community at JoinIntoday.com. JoinIntoday.com. Oh, and thank you, too. Um, for those people who are supporting um, the broadcast on Patreon, I so appreciate your monthly donation of five or ten dollars. It's so great or even a one-time donation is valuable. You can do that at patreon.com/saviorsanity patreon.com slash sanity. So there's so many things, ways you can be engaged in my community or with me or with the information. Once you start to realize this is not okay, it is not okay on any level to be with somebody who is engaging in black or white or all or nothing thinking. Because you're constantly walking the line. You know you're going to fall on the wrong side of it because that's the way they see it. That's where they want you to fall. So maybe they're doing these things that I've been talking about, including refusing to work or refusing to help around the home, refusing to help in any way, refusing to be supportive and demanding to be taken care of. Demanding to be taken care of, like it's some entitled right that you are supposed to do all the giving because they have the right to do all the taking. No, 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 on no planet at all is that okay. So they love you and they hate you so quickly, it's hardly a heartbeat. They're they're staying with you because they love you endlessly. They're leaving you because you're trash. It could be in the blink of an eye or less. Now, this splitting business, which is the psychological term for it, is a psychological mechanism which allows a person to tolerate difficult or overwhelming emotions. And the only way that they can do it is by jumping to one of the other extremes. They don't have any tolerance for just being able to hold two thoughts at one time. They can't do it. It has to be this or this. But it can't be both. And they have to choose. And it couldn't be something in between because they can't put the two together. So it's important to see that they're always polarizing. And you keep feeling it. And it's like some kind of table tennis match. Now we're together, now we're apart. Now we're together, now we're apart. Now I'm a good person, now I'm a bad person. And it's always changing. And that's because of this all or nothing, black or white, splitting phenomenon. And it is a defense mechanism. It's important to see. And hijackles think that they can discard bad things and embrace good things. Even if it makes no sense. And it's momentary. And what they were wanting last night is not what they're wanting this morning. In fact, it may be the exact opposite. And that's the problem with all of this. Because they can't be wrong. And they truly believe this stands no matter where they're standing. So if they're standing on the all side... They're all in. If they're standing on the nothing side, there is nothing. And they can flip-flop between the two so fast it will make your head spin. And you have no idea where you stand because the ground is shifting under you all the time. And they have no problem with their flip-flop between these things because it's, I need to win, I need to win, I need to win, I need to win, I need to be right, I need to be right. So if I need to be right and say black is white, I will say that. In the next minute, if I need to be right and say black is red, I will say that. And if you say, but those two things are vastly different, they'll say, you don't pay attention. And all of a sudden, it's totally your fault. And that's the way they roll. It's so important to see it. So what will they do? Well, they like to act out, don't they? They like to pout. They like to sulk. They like to demand. They like to pontificate. They like to um, make you wrong. They like to deny facts. It can be absolutely factual, and they will deny it because they need to be right. And nobody else can be right but them. And they'll try to engage other people in their position or the lie that they're telling. They want other people to join them in the lie that they're telling. So they'll just tell the lie more and see if they can get that to fly. And they, they believe, they honestly believe they're superior. They honestly believe that they are the arbiter of good and bad and right and wrong in any given moment. And something that they deem as good 20 minutes ago can be bad now. And they have no problem with that. No problem at all. Because they needed to win in the moment. So it was bad. Well, they need to win in the moment. Oh, it's good. They have no problem with that. Have you noticed that? Absolutely no problem. And this is something that they will do with impunity. Impunity you know they just believe they're superior they'll also engage in in what we call indirect hostility which is passive aggressive behavior they won't be direct they will say they will do something with no intention of doing it and then when they don't do it and you call them on the fact they said they'd do it they tell you that you were wrong you know that's the way they roll and they project you know projection as a psychological term is When I'm afraid that something is true about me and I can't stand it, if I were a hijackal, then I immediately project it out and say, it's you. You have the capacity. You have the traits. You have the behaviors of the thing that I am so concerned is something I ought not to be doing or having. So I will then just project them on you. Now I don't have them. I have pushed them over on you. And that's what we see happening repeatedly when we have these situations with hijackals who are engaged in all or nothing, black or white, thinking or in the splitting defense mechanism. Now, it's really important to recognize something I say often. You didn't break them. You can't fix them. And I know that your nature as a healthier human, as a nurturing human, you want to make it right. You want to make it good. You want to make their pain go away. That's not going to happen. Listen closely. No matter how much you wish you could do that, they will not allow that to happen. Because they won't even acknowledge the pain that they have. So, really take it to heart. You didn't break them. You can't fix them. So, what do you do? You observe. You take four steps back and you just listen to their words. You watch their face. You listen to the behavior. You become that observer. Ah, now that I'm not emotionally engaged in it, I'm just observing it. Now I see the all-or-nothing black or white thinking, the extremes. that's this way or it's that way, but it can't be anything in between. And it happens subtly, and it happens very overtly, very obviously. So start to observe these things. Notice, make decisions and favor of keeping yourself safe, of saving your sanity, you can't change them. There's no point pointing it out that this is happening. This is a task for you to see it, to see it clearly, to not make excuses for it, to not enable it, to not rationalize it, to not justify it, to see it clearly and In that definition of enabling, do not be making the consequences of another person's poor choices go away, right? So very important. So I hope this is helpful for you, that you really get to step back and see that this is crazy-making behavior, but you're not engaging in the crazy. You are stepping back and observing this flip-flopping, this desire to win, that I will stand anywhere in order to be right, and I will not tolerate any uncertainty. So it's either this or it's that, but there's nothing in between. I hope that's clear. And until we speak again, take very good care of yourself, because you're precious and you matter. Treat yourself accordingly and speak up and help others to treat you that way too. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.